Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, Team USA escapes, I mean escapes, in the semifinal of the WJC. We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's everyone doing today? Oh my gosh, I had to start recording almost right away because that game was beyond exciting. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch the semifinals of today's World Junior Classic, you truly missed out. I tried to post as many clips on the Locked on Zegris Twitter account, which is the Locked on Ducks Twitter account, and we'll talk about that. But anyway, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, your humble host, covering hockey for over a decade now. Wow, I, I've been at this for a long time, haven't I? Uh, we'll talk about WJCs, both of them. But first, reminder that you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Also, follow the Twitter. Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. But the one you want to follow right now is LO underscore Ducks because so much craziness happens. If I sound a little bit different, if I sound excited today, um, folks, okay, I'll admit I was trying so hard to not cheer as loud as I did at the end of the game. One of the more amazing World Juniors we've had in recent memory. And the nightcap really proved that. And we're we're going to go right into that nightcap. It was Team USA versus Finland. Some recent history. Finland beat USA last year in the quarterfinals. So there's a bit of history between these two teams. In fact, let's go even further back. Three years ago, in the under-18 tournament, Finland beat USA then. And there was another meeting right around that same time. Finland beat USA then. So Finland has had Team USA's number. And in two of those games, some of the same players were present, including uh, one Trevor Zegris. Zegris has seen the Mighty Finns a couple times and lost to them. So you can bet for some of those players like Turcot, like Kaliev, like Zegris, they're out for revenge. And the way it started off, Team USA got off to a pretty fast start. Uh, early goal from Alex Turcott. Uh, Arthur Kaliev and Brock Faber got the assist, make it 1-0. But then uh, the Ducks prospect, Sam Colangelo, he got two for slashing. And what happened immediately after that? Only 35 seconds into that power play. Casper Simontival scored the game-tying goal. It was 1-1. Oh, my God. And then Alex Turcott tripped. States went on the penalty kill yet again. That time they survived it. And then, oh, Henry Thrun. Henry Thrun did not have a good game, folks. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, he got an interference penalty. Luckily, nothing happened there. But John Farinacci, this goal I want to talk about. This was the one that put Team USA up 2-1. to one. At the time, it was kind of a broken play out in the defensive zone. Finland had a chance to score, but it got blocked. And Jackson Lacombe picked it up. Actually, it was Farinacci that kind of got in there. Jackson Lacombe picked up the loose change. And just imagine, if you will, Lacombe picked it up in his own defensive end. Started skating up. Passed it right from his own blue line. Passed it about 70, 80 feet. A 
perfect saucer pass. It might have gone off the ice about maybe seven to eight inches, but that was just enough of a saucer pass to get barely over the defense and right on John Farinacci's tape. And Farinacci took that in all the way. That gave Team USA a 2-1 to lead. But man, that pass by Lacombe was something special. And Farinacci celebrated like crazy. He immediately pointed back at Jackson and said, Yeah, my boy, that's what's up. And then it got a little bit testy after that. Uh, Akurati got a 4-minute double minor penalty for making one of our boys bleed. And right on the ensuing power play, it was a tic-tac-toe goal. Cole Caulfield to Trevor Zegras, right to Matthew Boldy. That made it 3-1 USA. At the time, it felt like USA could possibly pull away and come out with a pretty decent victory. Oh, but not so fast, because this has been a problem for Team USA. Discipline and the lack of it. Team USA had prided itself on staying disciplined, not getting penalties. But look what happened there. Penalty after penalty after penalty. They had a couple early on. I count two in the first period. Then they had that one in the second. Third period got even worse. Cole Caulfield got called for delaying the game. And not long after that, Casper Simontaivo got his second of the game. Making it 3-2 USA. Okay, so it's a one-goal game. It's kind of nervous time. Then Henry Thrun got a two-minute penalty for putting the puck over the glass. And what do you think would happen there? Exactly a minute into that power play. The hero from last time, Roni Hirvonen, he scored the game-tying goal with less than four minutes left. And that made it a 3-3 tie. And that was a sloppy goal too. But that made everybody nervous. That made me nervous. I'll admit it right now. I honestly thought that Finland had just enough momentum that they could possibly come back and win it. Yeah, I thought it. Everyone else thought it. We thought USA had blown this game. But not so fast. Because right after... Okay, the whole game itself was sloppy as far as penalties go. To give up five penalties and give up two goals on those penalties. The PK unit looked a little bit gassed. And of course, when you have one of your best PK defenders going into the box, that doesn't help, especially on that last play. Henry Thrun is there for a reason. Henry Thrun is there for defensive purposes. So when you have one of your best penalty killers get in the box on a delay of game, that looks bad. Really, really bad. But before we get into the end of the game, I want to praise Trevor Zegras for being super aggressive. He was looking for the shot. He even tried the lacrosse goal. He tried the Michigan, but it just went off his tape. So I got to give Zegras credit. He did start to look shot first, which is something we haven't seen from him a whole lot. So I give him credit for that. But still, the lack of discipline, that was just not good. I don't know what more I can say about that. Finally, we get towards the end of the game. And what happens next is nothing short of amazing. You had some great passing right in the zone. And guess who scored the game-winning goal? Artie Kaliev. 
It was an arty party. I know some people are tired of using the phrase arty party, but with 1.16 left on the clock in the game, Jake Sanderson passed it right below the slot to Alex Turcotte. Turcotte was right on the red line. Pass it to Arthur Kaliev, who was between the face-off dots, and he got all of it. He was between the dots, scored the game-winning goal just over the glove side, and that was it. Team USA went on to win the game 4-3 with a minute 16 left. I will admit, I thought this was going to overtime. I was already starting to write up overtime notes, and then that happened. Whew. What a magnificent goal by Kaliev. He was obviously the player of the game. Did well there. So Team USA advances by the skin of their teeth. 4-3 to three over the Mighty Finns. And you could tell the bench reaction was something amazing. So Team USA advanced. We'll talk about the other semifinal after the first intermission. But let's talk about the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, betonline.ag. They have every sport you could think of. They have basketball, of course. They have baseball. They have football. Hey, they even have hockey. I mentioned some of the lines yesterday as far as World Juniors go. Yeah, betonline.ag has a bunch of lines for all kinds of sports. And they even now have NHL futures, team points, playoff specials, player futures, any kind of betting you could think of as far as hockey goes. So once again, check out betonline.ag. And when you enter the promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. After the first intermission, we're going to talk about the other semifinal. Uh, guys, it wasn't that close. It really wasn't. I think you know who won that one. So stay locked in, folks. Oh my god, welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Oh, this freaking song. I I don't mind this song. I know Ray Ferraro hates this song, and there's a reason I'm playing this. I'm going to get to the reason momentarily, but I, I freaking love the World Junior Championship penalty song from last year. I love the silliness of it. I love Charlie. This is great. I could hear this all night long, so I'm going to repeat it. A couple of times as I'm going on on this segment, but this is Locked on Anaheim Ducks brought to you by betonline.ag. Oh, I cannot get enough of this song. Uh, So for those of you that don't remember, this was the penalty song that played every time someone got a penalty at last year's WJC. Last year, the event was held at the Czech Republic. So whoever thought to play this song every time someone got a penalty last year chef's kiss loved it i love the silliness of it kind of had a benny hill feel to it so i liked it personally i know ray ferraro freaking hated it and we'll talk about that momentarily so canada they played they played russia 
on the other semifinal, yeah, this one wasn't close. I mentioned yesterday, as far as betting goes, yeah, Canada was going to win this game easily, I thought. There was no question about it because Russia looked a little bit weak against Germany and Canada looked dominant. And they looked dominant yet again. Exactly one minute into the game, Alex Newhook got a very fast goal that went off the back crossbar. So it was one nothing. Then 10 minutes later, Connor McMichael, he scored and it made it a quick 2-0 game. And after Russia got nailed for a double minor, Cole Perfetti, he scored and that made it 3-0 Canada. Dylan Cousins and Bowen Byram got assists on that one. And just like that, Canada had a very fast lead and they didn't stop there. At the start of the second period, Braden Schneider, he scored to make it 4-0 Canada. At that point, it felt like it was completely over. So in that second period, the highlight, there was a couple of highlights for me in this one. The main highlight came when Connor McMichael got called for tripping. Okay, so why was this such a big deal? Rather, that it wasn't there. It was the penalty against Russia. Artemi, Art, Artemi Knyazev, I cannot pronounce his last name. This is going to be a blooper in itself. But Artemi Yazev, he got a penalty for holding. The hilarity ensued right there when someone named Johnny Infamous, by the way, um, I got to give a big shout out. I'll talk about that in a second. But Johnny Infamous, holy crap, he brought back Charlie for one penalty. It was the return of the penalty music, and Ray Ferraro was having none of that. He, I, I think he was kind of joking a little bit, kind of mockingly saying, oh, not this effing song again. So we got to hear Charlie once again. Yep, I'm going to play it. Yeah, I'm playing it right now. There it is. There's Charlie. Yep. Admit it, you love this song. I know it's kind of an earworm, but just admit that part of you actually likes that song. Just admit it. Just let, let the song in. Let it envelop you. You love it. I love it. We all love it. Just admit it. Big shout out here to Johnny Infamous, who is the official DJ of the Edmonton Oilers. He was also the DJ for this past Stanley Cup final because it was in the Edmonton bubble. And he's also the official DJ of this year's World Junior Championship. So when I saw the tweet, I'm like, okay, this is pretty funny. Then I made a tweet about it just in my excited state. I said, they brought back the Charlie music. Yes, I loved it. They brought back Charlie. I was excited about it. Yeah, Johnny Infamous liked the tweet. So shout out to you, Johnny Infamous. If you're listening, Johnny, big props to you for playing that. I loved it. If the WJC comes back to Edmonton next year, and I'm hearing that's the case, please come back and be the DJ once again, just so we can hear Charlie a couple times next year. I would love it if that happened. So Johnny, Johnny Infamous... Thank you for that. Oh, I love it. So that was the main highlight of the second period. Not the Schneider goal. It was the penalty and Charlie in the background. Oh, and by the way, um, Dylan Cousins scored again. That made it 5-0. It was an empty netter. That was it. So Team Canada blanked Russia 
5-0. They looked dominant, but Russia just did not look good. Their passing was not that good. Their shooting was meh. I know Canada's that good, but Russia did not look good. They played below their level that they had been playing previously. So guess what? That sets up a big-time grudge match between Canada and the United States of America. We'll preview tomorrow's game after the second intermission. But let's talk about rockauto.com. They have all the parts your car will ever need. If you're a car collector like Temu Solani, then you have a need for those kind of car parts, those expensive parts. Well, Rock Auto has those same car parts at 30%, 40% below retail value. So go to rockauto.com and in the how did you hear about us section, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Yeah, all right. Good to have them back as a sponsor. Coming up after the second intermission, we're going to preview tomorrow's game, and we'll talk about that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. I'm still excited about that Team USA victory. I, I'm i still kind of in shock because I really thought that they were going to be on the brink in overtime. Not the Bobby Brink. Hey, yeah, it was the brink of disaster. So it's Canada versus USA. I'm just going to come out and say it. Canada is the easy favorite on this gold medal match. Oh, by the way, bronze medal, Finland versus Russia. I have Finland winning that game. For the bronze. But as far as Canada versus US. Look I I did say very early on. That Team USA was going to make the gold medal game. That was my original prediction. They did that. Then when Sarah Avampado was on the show recently. I took it even a step further. Saying Team USA has a pretty decent chance to win the gold medal. So this begs the question. What does Team USA have to do. To have a shot at the gold medal. There are three things that Team USA can do that could not ensure them, but give them a decent shot at winning gold. Number one, they need to be way more disciplined. Five penalties against Finland was five too many. They've got to ease up on the delays of game. They've really got to ease up on some of those little ticky-tack calls that went against them. They cannot do that. They have got to be as disciplined as they were during pole play. And if they do get a penalty, that leads to number two, have a more effective penalty kill. If they do get penalized, the penalty kill has got to step up. They started off by killing their first six penalties. That was great. This last game, they were... Five penalty kills, they allowed two goals. That is only a 60% success rate. That is not going to do it, and that is especially not going to do it against this strong Canadian team. Which leads to number three. 
Really, there's going to be four here. Number three, the defensive core has got to surround Spencer Knight, protect him, and not make him do way too much work. Canada has the capability of putting up a ton of shots. They've put up 40s, 50s as far as shots on goal. As long as the blocking game can be fantastic, I'm looking at Henry Thrun. I'm looking at Jake Sanderson, among others. I'm looking at other defensemen on the team. Byram, if the defense can stay as effective as they had been, they might have a shot. And there's one final thing that Team USA could do to give themselves a shot. And this is kind of specific. They need to look past first a bit more often, but be aggressive when you need to. I'm looking at Trevor Zegras. Yes, he was more aggressive in the semifinal. Is that necessarily a good thing? It could be against this particular Canadian team. Because Canada is so stacked with talent. But look at what Finland did. Finland flanked the hell out of Zegras. At one point, when Zegras crossed the blue line, all five defenders collapsed on him. All of them. All five. What team does that? A smart team, it turns out. Because early on in the game, Zegras was looking to be the aggressor and he was looking shot first. Finland saw this right away. They double teamed him. Then put three guys on him, if possible. One play, the one time where there was five guys flanking him you know he's the real deal if you have all five guys around you and Trevor Zegras is the real deal folks he is every bit as good as advertised and even my buddy Taylor Blake Ward even when him and I talked earlier tonight even he said yeah Zegras um he's legit yeah he really is folks when you have five guys surrounding you so if that happens Zegras needs to look pass first he's an elite elite setup guy a playmaker he is an assist guy he is a scorer he is but when you are double teamed you've got to look past because someone is invariably going to be open so you got to make the smart pass got to defend on the pk better be disciplined block as many shots as possible don't let too many shots get to the net because that's where canada does its most damage, is in close to the net. Those juicy rebounds. Canada thrives on juicy rebounds. They have all tournaments long. If Team USA can do those four things, then I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if they can do all four of those things, then they will win the gold medal against Canada. But that's a big ask and a tall task to take when you're taking on arguably the best and deepest team in this tournament. And I'm talking about defense. Canada has some really, really freaking good defense. And this is, of course, led by Jamie Drysdale, who has been the top of the defensive line all tournament long. His skating is elite. His defense is pristine. So it's going to take a lot of work to get any goals past the likes of Jamie Drysdale and Team Canada. But hey, look at the bright side, folks. Five Ducks prospects are playing for gold tomorrow. Four from Team USA. 
one from Team Canada. Who's going to come out on top? Watch tonight on NHL Network. That game begins at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Once again, that's on NHL Network. And I hope you guys enjoyed this preview. I gave some insight as to what Team USA needs to do. So whether you're rooting for the Canadians or Team USA, have fun watching this. Root your guys on. But especially for Ducks fans, root your baby Ducks on. These are the future of the Ducks, and rightfully so. They are deep with talent. The prospects are pretty good. So look forward to seeing them in a Ducks uniform soon, and possibly Trevor Zegras very soon. So we'll see about that. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be found. And please make sure to rate, comment, subscribe. Hey, if you're going to rate, leave a five-star rating. That would be greatly appreciated. If you have not subscribed already, please subscribe to this program. We are back to daily podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And be sure to check out Locked On Bets. And check out Locked on NHL. Justin Morissette, he's back. Sarah Avampado, she's back. Yeah, we're back to our normal, yeah, our our normal selves. Yeah, thank God hockey's coming back in about a week. It's been way too long, folks. Eight days away. We are Temu Solani days away. We look forward to the hockey season coming back. And we're going to have a season preview show coming up rather soon. Tomorrow's podcast, the fallout from the WJCs. We're just going to talk all WJCs. We're going to talk about Trevor Zegras. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Drysdale. We're going to talk about all the prospects and that will be tomorrow's podcast, which will be a review of the entire tournament and the gold medal game. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, be safe out there. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please wash your hands, keep social distancing, be kind to one another, and baby ducks fly together. Enjoy the gold medal game, folks.